his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Incidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, joined by Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. Coming soon to a churchyard or college campus near you? Affordable housing. Governor Gavin Newsom has signed into law a bill to expedite construction of housing by religious institutions and nonprofit colleges. It's Senate Bill 4, also known as the YIGBY law, which stands for Yes in God's Backyard. And it will streamline the permit process for churches, synagogues, mosques, any faith-based organization that is willing to build affordable housing on its property, along with nonprofit schools of higher education. Experts say it could unlock tens of thousands of acres of land for development, much of it right here in the Central Bay Area. For more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by one of those experts, Mohammed Alamaldin, policy associate at UC Berkeley's Turner Center for Housing Innovation, the co-author of a recent report on this very legislation, which passed the legislation was signed by the governor just over the weekend. Thank you so much for being with us. All right, so how will this new law work? How is it going to make it easier uh, for churches and the like to get into the housing business? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, um, the way that this law uh, makes it easier is that streamlines affordable housing on land owned by faith-based organizations or institutions of higher um, learning. It's a ministerial process bypassing um, local design standards and the California Environmental Quality Act, and it has baseline density standards included um, in the bill. I'm so curious. This is the first I've heard of that term. How great is there a demand from religious institutions around California? I mean, have they been clamoring for the opportunity to develop their land? Yes, definitely. So um, this um, religious organizations in San Diego have been doing this for um, quite some time now. Uh, there has been a recent development in Berkeley about um, streamlining affordable housing for seniors in North Berkeley called Jordan Court. Uh, right now, a lot of these religious organizations offer assistance, whether it's food drives or um, helping with job interviews. Uh, they really help out more vulnerable populations, and it's just a natural progression for them to start um, working to providing these populations housing. What are the restrictions as far as what they can build? Yeah, definitely. So um, what they could build is that at least 80% of the units must be affordable to 80% area median income, 20% affordable to moderate income individuals. Um, if it's an, uh, I believe that it uses the Mullen density um, chart that the state legislature has used, which um, allows development for up to 30 units per acre. 
So how much land are we talking about and where is it and how big an impact could this have on the state's lack of affordable housing? Yeah, definitely. So um, there's about 171,000 acres that we found are potentially developable land, uh, 47,000 acres um, owned by faith-based organizations, 128,500 uh, acres owned by nonprofit colleges. That's nearly five times the size of the city of Oakland in total land area. Uh, this doesn't mean that all of this land will be developed. There's a lot of these sites that are ineligible. What we did is that we found sites that are larger than 10,000 square feet um, owned by these um, organizations that could be used, that the bill could be used to streamline development. Um, I could give San Francisco specific numbers too if you'd like. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So um, in San Francisco, about half of, um, I'm sorry, uh, religious organizations own about 100 parcels that could be developed, um, possibly developed. That's 159 sites across the city with a median size of 0.42 acres. For nonprofit colleges, it's about 180 um, developable parcels um, across 40 sites with a median size of 1.68 acres. Uh, San Francisco, 42% of these plots of land are located in the high or highest resource area, so high opportunity areas, um, and about 98% of all the potential developable land is located near high-quality transit. I know there are so many religious institutions that do so much good uh, helping with, as you mentioned, food and, and housing and what have you. Is this, though, also a way for religious institutions to bring in more to their flock? Yeah, definitely. Um, so a lot of um, congregations have been dwindling over the years. A lot of uh, residents that attend these uh, churches have to move farther and farther away and they have these underutilized parking lots or underutilized land. This could be an opportunity for these religious organizations to partner with an affordable housing developer where they both benefit um, where, when it comes to new housing in the area. I think you might have answered my next question, and that is <laughs> who, who helps them build build the project, right? Because they don't know much about real estate and developing and being landlords. And so does is it the, the business model that they would partner with a, a, another company? Yeah, the expectation is, um, well, not really the expectation, but because these religious organizations don't know how to build housing, and building housing is one of the most complicated things you could do in society, especially in San Francisco, they would have to partner with an affordable housing um, developer. There are churches um, that have been using a similar law in San Diego that have been developing this land themselves. But it's really up to, like, how complicated the local process is, right? Like, this streamlines a lot um, in the city of San Francisco and across the state of California. But it's just better to have more experience so you can make sure, like, the buildings are up to standard and that they're livable units and that they're delivered in a, on, a, on a tight timeline. Because the longer it takes for development to build, the more it's going to cost. Could there be a rush by religious groups or maybe developers working with them to say, oh, look at this, let's go out and buy a bunch of land so we can build without having to jump through the usual environmental hoops and people can't sue us? Could that happen here? Uh, I'm not necessarily sure about that. Um, it's I would have to read into the bill language to see like when these this land has to be owned by a space-based organization for it to be allowed to be developed. So I don't really have much to comment there, but anyone can look up the legislation. It's all public information to read the specifics 
on what is allowed and what is not allowed. You know, under the law, what happens when the NIMBY folks, not my backyard folks, who don't necessarily want dense, affordable apartment buildings constructed behind the church or temple or mosque down the block, is there a process uh, written into the law to handle that? Uh, not necessarily. Um, this would be done through objective design standards, um, through a ministerial process. So um, they can't hinder the ability for this to be built. Um, there have been previous laws passed that really um, take away the ability to have multiple public hearings or many ways to, de- to delay development. So um, this is seen as a very successful streamlining bill, I think one of the um, biggest housing bills this year. And everybody's just waiting to see how this is all going to play out, right? Because once something is passed does not mean it's going to be implemented. We have to watch on how implementation is done across the state. And most likely in a few years, we'd ha- we will write another paper to see what was the total impact of this bill. Yeah, and I just checked, and it looks to me that you have to own the property by January 1st coming up. So uh, no one could do that. They'd have to get everything closed and own this property by the end of this year <laughs> if they want to take advantage of this law. Thank you so much for being with us. Mohammed Alam Eldeen, Policy Associate at UC Berkeley's Turner Center for Housing Innovation on SB4, the uh, Yigby Law, Yes in God's Backyard, uh, is, is the slang for it, uh, that could see a lot of uh, new development of affordable housing around the Bay Area. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.